Is that what you were waiting for? Yes. <laughs> Nothing like a nice crisp can open to start the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Hello, best Kevin. way to start. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm great. I'm great. Are you, you know? good? I'm tired. I'm a little tired. Uh-oh. It was a long weekend. Lots of stuff. Not, <laughs> not a lot of sleep. Well, um, how's sleep? your weekend? Um, same, but I stayed here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have an infant. Yeah. Yeah. That, that will take away. So I, I just happen to act like an infant every once in a while and get all fussy in my pants and I don't want to sleep. Oh, my gosh. That's all it is. That's all it is. I have a... No, isn't it amazing? Even like you can drive... I drove three and a half hours today, but it like wiped me out a little bit. Isn't it weird when like... It might be just like the the long-term focus. Maybe. If you're driving, like you're just... Especially if you're driving some sketchy... so windy. Yeah. You're just like so locked into not dying. You know when you're driving like across like really flat land, but it's really windy? Yeah. I mean, I was literally seeing like Winnebago's that I swear to you... Every once in a while, I saw like one of the wheels like kind of lift off the ground, sure, because it was so windy. Oh, it that'll, was bad. That'll get your nerves. Oh yeah, that's white knuckling it. I I looked over to my fiance and I was like, my armpits are sweating. <laughs> How much right? I'm fighting the wind right now. Is it is it weird? Is it still weird? Same fiance. Yeah, it's awkward. It is. I try to. I honestly try to say it a lot so that I don't forget to say it. Same Does that wife, make sense? same wife, same kid. That's my yep. kid. What? You have a kid? What? Yeah. I think, yeah, kid's going to be weird. Kid's oh, gonna be really yeah, weird. it's going to be weird. Wife, I think wife is going to be just fine because it's like, well, it was a long time coming anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Waving the white flags over here. Yeah, yep, here we are. Here we are at the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Is that what this is? It is. I thought this was... Travel weekly with Kevin and Chad. It could be. Could be. We could just do a candid. You know what? Maybe there is a candid traveling show that we should do. Yeah. You've traveled a lot. I've traveled a lot. Best places. Yeah. The the annoying things of travel. There's so many different levels to this show that we could do. Maybe we could do a new show every single day. Monday's athletic training. Tuesday's traveling. Wednesday's cooking. Well, I was going to say food. Food, for sure. Then there's an entertainment one. Yep. Thursday is because because tomorrow's going to be Friday. So Thursday's got to be something complete entertainment. We watch a TV show and we comment on it. Like, uh, what was that show? Uh, something theater. Why, why can't I eat? Ah, uh, mystery, mystery, uh, mystery theater? Ah, science theater. Theater. Science Mystery Theater? Mystery Science. Why, why am science I Science Mystery Theater. Ah, that's close. Mystery Science. Mystery. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mystery Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> Are you okay with it? No, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I told you I'm tired. I drove for three and a half hours. So I'm just messed up. Anyway, what do you want to talk about today? Let's kick off, <laughs> let's kick off this show with... What with, show is this? This is... <laughs> Episode number 98. 98. Holy crap. Coming to you, the people, November 16th. How many more episodes until we're, we've are we done as many episodes as Pat Sajak? 
Ooh. Oh, we'll get there. That's foreshadowing. Yeah. All right, but let's start with let's let's start with our big news here. Let's let's not you keep want, them waiting. Whoa, 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 whoa! You want to start with the big news? I want to start. Why do you want to start, or do you want to like tease them and then give them the answer at the end? No, let's let's give it to them. I don't know. I think we should wait till the end. Okay. Maybe in the middle of the show. Just keep them listening. Always yeah, want I them mean, more. Yeah, I always leave them having. You want a little more. You want a little more. No, let's give it to them. Oh, whatever. You're such. A, you. I'm easy. You give in so. I'm a easy. pushover. Man. So your kid's gonna Kevin just dominate you. Oh yeah, he is. He already has. <laughs> He's broken me down in ten weeks, <laughs> mentally, emotionally. No oh, man. Oh god. Yep. Somebody, um, somebody help Chad out here. So Kevin. Yeah. What What's the one thing you hear from people about this show more than anything? What's the, What do they ask <sighs> you about? What's they, the number one question you get? My number one question that people yeah. Um, what's athletic training? Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, my number one question is, um, so like, are you guys going to do another show? Are you, are you going to do two shows? Close second is, um, uh, can I be on the show? Yeah. For me, that's the runaway is somebody's be like, Oh, your show, when can I come on? Yep. Well, we got an answer for you. So Actually, to both both questions, are we going to do multiple shows and all this thing? So, the people have been guessing what our major announcement is. What have they guessed? I mean, people were guessing more shows and YouTube and all this and that. The answer is yes. Yes. It's all of these things. Boom. And more. Boom. But wait. But wait, there's more. There's more. Okay, so first off, we have to give... A huge, a huge shout out and thank you to the folks at Healthy Roster, mm-hmm. who have become the official sponsor of the Candid Athletic Training Show. Yeah, podcast. They yeah, are the yeah. official sponsors now. Yeah, uh, and they they are allowing us this opportunity financially. Yep. Um, to do could not have done this without them. To do something that Kevin and I have wanted to do for a long time, and if you go back to January. The first episode of this uh, year, calendar year, way okay. back before the COVID. Like a resolution. Zone. We did resolutions. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I said one of the resolutions was to make this the most interactive show around that mm-hmm. we could. And Kevin and I were talking about it and we're like, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. And so, drum roll. <gasps> we're going we're gonna to bring this to you guys live stream. Live stream candid athletic training with two so, idiots. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up a membership platform. We are. All right. And if you want to keep things the way they are and just listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, that's fine. You can do that. Right. But if you want to be a a bigger part of this, if you want to basically co-host and have say and just we're going to live stream this um, for members. I'm going to have to shower. You're going to have to shower. So you're going to see it, the video. You're also going to get it ahead of time because you're going to be able to watch it while we're doing the show. You're going to ha- be able to comment as we're doing the show, and we can read your comments. Are we just, sure we want to do this? Um, we're going we're gonna to give it one hell of a college try. Okay. That's for sure. So Oof. there's your major announcement. I'm scared what we're gonna, Nate's going to We're going to set up a live stream for the show. Love it. Um, I'll be it's, there. We're, we're very excited about it. And then um, we appreciate. So what we'll do is we're working on updating the website and bringing mm-hmm, a members mm-hmm, page mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. you, uh, if you would like to join. 
um, and be a, a member here and be eligible for the live stream, look for our, uh, that information on our social media. Yeah, when, when that goes live, we're very close. Yep. I know we said we wanted to cross the T's and dot the I's, and we haven't yep, yep, quite yep. gotten there, but we're close. We're waiting on one piece of equipment so yep. that we can actually mess around with yep. the actual broadcast of these guys. So we yeah, we are probably a couple weeks away, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. Who knows? Be patient. Stop yelling at us. But it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. And again, thank you, Healthy Roster, Dan, and all the wonderful folks over there. Um, we could not have honestly gotten this far either without their assistance and definitely not taking our show to the next level without their help. So, yeah. um, so if you appreciate really this awesome. show, go check them out. Yeah. HealthyRoster.com. W- yep. Exactly. They are an amazing group to work with. They're killing the game right now. Um, and give them a shout out and like try to try their products you, you might you might be surprised at how much you love them just just actually go to their social media a healthy roster and send them a thank you for being a part of this show and allowing us to do it because we wouldn't have made it to episode 98 without them and i think one of the biggest things is um dan and everybody over there they're they are very much they're advocates for the athletic training profession they are doing everything that they can to make sure that we continue to have our jobs and not only that, kick ass at our jobs and get the recognition that we deserve. So, oh, you got a really good Sour Patch Kid. That Whoa. one was sour. Hold Holy on, cow. folks. Chad's going to be a minute. Oof. Chad, Oof. we got Sour Patch Kids, we got Kit Kats, and Butterfinger Bites. FMKM real quick. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry a Kit Kats. I'm gonna. Ooh, oh, I told you. I'm gonna f. It's gonna be way better on the live stream. You're gonna actually be able to play yeah, along. I'm gonna f the Sour Patch Kids because I feel like the contrast, right? Every once in a while, you just need that sour piece of gummy bear, um, kid. And I'm gonna kill the Butterfinger bites. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually, I'm gonna marry the Sour Patch Kids. I prefer Kit Kats, but I don't think I can do that much chocolate. Mm. And I'll kill the Butterfingers. I don't know what it is. I mean, they're they're peanut butter, right? No, I think they're butter. Isn't it butterscotch? No, no you might be right. Butter. It's peanut butter. It's like cooked peanut butter. I'm just not a fan. Can you cook peanut butter? Cook? I'm is sure it cooked? Can. I don't know. That's going to be on Wednesday's cooking show. Yeah, we'll do. Don't we worry about it. <laughs> How to cook it's peanut coming butter. Coming soon. <laughs> How can to you cook, cook peanut butter peanut on butter. candid cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christmas. We're in trouble. You know what's funny, too? I saw, okay, you have a pineapple in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really nice, I mean, it's Fresh. a big pineapple. Just got um, delivered 45 minutes ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw one of the most interesting videos of how to essentially eat a pineapple and you don't have to cut it oh that's interesting it's really interesting and how it actually works and i'm assuming that's the way maybe people figured out how to eat them before they had big old knives and stuff it's really fascinating i I wish i could find it again yeah well i'll I'll do you want me to describe it or do you want to be surprised Uh, i'll look into that one okay uh i got a couple more things before we get into tonight's show real quick I know this intro is taking forever, and the people are like, get me my FMK. No, I don't care. So, 
part of the reason we want to do the interactive thing and the live stream is just the sense of community. And I don't know if you saw this, Kevin, but on our social media earlier this week, uh, our friend Eli had a birthday and he said he just wanted to start like a positivity thread. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were mm-hmm. tagging other people as a big influence on them in their athletic training careers. And we had multiple people tag us and just say, I don't think they understand how big a part this show is of uh, helping them along in their careers. And it just kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Um, So thank you guys for listening and appreciating what we do and, and recognizing um, the value in, in what we're trying to do here. So we appreciate that. Yeah, and that's kind of why so. we continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you, guys. Lastly, um, in last week's show, we had a question. What's faster, super speed or teleporting? Um, who won? Teleporting Did crushed it. Teleporting crushed it. 85% of the people really? thought teleporting is faster than like... So the fastest man on earth, the Flash, the- is slower than somebody that teleports. Nightcrawler. Or any other, yeah. What's another teleport? Is there another teleporter? I'm, I, I'm blanking on any other teleporter. Um, I think, well, there was that movie. Wasn't that James Lovett? Jo- not James Lovett. James, uh, Gordon Gordon Lovett, Lovett thank Gordon you. Gordon Lovett, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> James Lovett. James, James, no, I'm thinking of James Madison. That's the president or something, right? And then, <laughs> what's the, no, what's the... What's the guy from? He always gets made fun of on Family Guy. Um, oh, you keep It'll, going. All right. Keep Anyways, going. yeah, teleporting came in teleporting. way quicker. You're gonna look that one up. Yeah. All right. We're gonna hit. We're gonna go to the show. James Lovell. I mean, that would have been a good one, right? Isn't astronaut. that the president? James Lovell. James Lovell, the astronaut. Jim okay. Lovell. All right. Anyways, Tom we'll Hanks. be right back, and Kevin will have an answer for you. <laughs> Well, this just in, James Woods, not James Madison, James Woods. And you said <laughs> James, James Love it. Lovett, which also, who's the, oh, God, I got another guy that, it, <laughs> yeah, keep going. You 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 know, you're going to have to talk about this show, because, <laughs> okay, right. and you're going to have to start it, and I'm, I'm just going to, because I'm an idiot today. Okay, we're going to just go right into the fat, okay. which we alluded to last week. Last week we did Adam Sandler characters. We compared Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, which blows my mind. If you step back and think about thinking about either of those characters with some khakis, how great that would be. Yeah, but Happy Gilmore, seventy-three percent of you thought that he would make the better athletic Whoa. trainer. That's a landslide. Billy Madison, twenty-seven percent. All right. Okay. And then right in the middle of the show last week was when um, we. As we were recording, literally in the middle of the show, heard the news about Alex Trebek. Yeah. And there's been some fantastic tributes this week to him. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So we wanted to do Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, and The Price is Right. Right. So the three most iconic game shows of all time. Yep. And I, not the hosts. Not the hosts. The The actual shows. The shows themselves. Which would make the best athletic trainer? Oh, man. It's really tough. So, like, okay, so the price is right. I think everybody will is in agreement 
<clears throat> that the price is right is what you know that's what you watched when you were a kid when you were sick right that was like the or did I you did. not what? I did I don't know if my wife did but I th- oh I know gosh. I did I feel like that was that was my highlight because one it, so here in Milwaukee it came on I think it was 10 o'clock I don't I think it was remember. 10 o'clock and it was so you know you'd be you'd wake up either you're faking sick or you're actually sick that's and what then, I was thinking how many kids just wanted to stay yeah. home <laughs> and then you're you know your parents leave for work around that like seven to eight o'clock a.m. Normally you get to school, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock a.m. And then here you are, you're happy as a clam probably because you're not in school at eight thirty. So no chance you're going right back to sleep. All of a sudden it's nine o'clock. Maybe you just finished your breakfast. Now you're like, oh, I just want to snuggle up on the couch, maybe try to take a nap. But here comes the Price is Right. Mr. In Bob all Parker. in all of its glory, and you just feel so great, and then you get hooked, right? You get hooked into playing the game yourself, and then you get hooked into the uh, the final like showcase showdown, right? And you got to see till the end. But then all is good because then all the soap operas came on, and then you could take a nap, mm-hmm. and then you'd sleep. You'd sleep for a couple hours, and then you'd wake up just in time to, you know, who who knows? Maybe even take a shower, and then get on with your day but my point is i feel like the price is right was the show that was always there for us whenever Mm. we were sick whether we were faking it or not (laughs) it was always there for us 10 a.m for years on years on years on years it's still going on um that's my that's my number one argument that the price is right is an athletic trainer because it's always there for us. Okay. Want anything else? Are you, going are another you, show? All right. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Work. All right. Wheel of Fortune. You spin a wheel in order to basically tempt fate that you're gonna you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do something good. It's that's that's a scary athletic trainer right there. <laughs> okay. That's that's an athletic trainer that's saying you know what. I don't know if this is gonna work, but let's just freaking do it. And I'm I'm just kind of I'm just going, and you're gonna let me know if you tell me this this hurts. Maybe I'll go this way. Maybe you die. Maybe we actually win the lottery and you we get the, you know, the twenty five thousand dollar whatever little piece, and then we get to solve the, the puzzle. The only argument I can make for the show is that it's this slow grind sometimes, of these really long puzzles and you got to tick away like one or two things at a time until you're like, Oh my God, I got it. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you get one letter and you're like, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, you know, the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now Jeopardy. Jeopardy's interesting to me because I think overwhelmingly it's considered like the Brainiac show, right? You got to be pretty freaking smart to win it. I I never felt that way watching the show once. I, if I no? got three answers, I felt I was oh yeah, that's a good day. That's what I mean. Like yeah, if you I, even if I get one of the answers <laughs> right, and I'm lucky like, enough boom, to say it, suck it, yeah, you're like oh I could be on this show, no problem. <laughs> um, I just got the three hundred points. 
I think it's interesting that you can you can choose the difficulty of what you want to approach right now, right? That is not very athletic training. We don't we don't ever get to really choose. That's a good that's a good assessment right there. I think in some worlds maybe like we choose you know, maybe you get to choose what sport you want to work with or what level you want to work with, but never like the difficulty. Um, it's so interesting. And every once in a while, you get it. Now, I like that every once in a while you get double jeopardy and you get to, you know, make it a true double double jeopardy or you get to say zero, right? Hey, I, I don't know anything about this category, so I'm not going to bet your life on it, let alone my life on it. And I'm going to go look some stuff up <laughs> after you ask this question. Or, oh, you're coming to me with an ankle sprain? All right, I'm just going to put it all down, and I'm going to double it. Okay? I think there's some aspect there. Oh, I don't know. You got anything for me? It's so funny how you looked at this very schematically, like how the games work, and I looked at oh, it a okay. little bit different. It's really fun. That's different. You're um, usually very schematic. Yeah, normally I'm very... Yeah. Dirty and schematic. So here's what I got. Wheel of Fortune. You're filling in the blanks. Mm-hmm. That's just like doing an eval. Yeah. It's like you have to take little bits of information and try and fill in all the rest. And you, you start with RSTLN and you, you know. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, hold on. You're not telling me everything I need to know here, but mm-hmm. I'm going to just... I'm going to fill in the pieces in my head yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And every once in a while you just guess a random letter. I think it's like, m- if that's up there, I'm going to yep. know it. So yep. it's like, yeah, it's, it's filling in blanks, which okay. to me is eval. It just spells eval. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that it's mm-hmm. working with that athlete. That's not going to give you much, but you're going to, you're going to get there eventually. Like you said, you're ticking away. Yep. I liked how you said that. Um, now, the thing about it is <clears throat> the, the bust or the lose turn or whatever. Is it a bust? What's the? Uh, it's no, not it's bust. not bust. It's a, I mean, there's it's a not lose wham- a turn. It's not a whammy either. <laughs> no, what is it? It's uh, bankrupt. 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 You don't ever just get to like, all right, next, you know, skip your turn. You have to be there all the time. You have to gr- grind it out. So that's yeah. a little uh, different. Mm-hmm. When it when it comes to Jeopardy, Jeopardy, um, you're supposed to be the athletic trainer that already has all the answers and just needs to mm. ask the right questions. Ooh. Oh, oh. Um, I don't know if we always have the right answers. The question is the answer. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So it's maybe like the know-it-all, but. A Trebek. Suck it, Trebek. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think by far one thing, there's never been a, a funnier like portrayal of a game show than Jeopardy on SNL. No, it's so good. Unbelievable. Um, when it comes to The Price is Right, I think it's going to make a good athletic trainer because it's nothing but distractions. There's so much going on there all around so you. You're turning around, there's crowd, there's people uh-huh. yelling various numbers at you you gotta you're trying to tally up dollar signs in your head it's just nothing but distractions and you have to like zero in on what your task is 
I think that's I think that's a strong candidate. It's a good call. Uh, it's also the only of these three that's an hour long rather than a half hour long, so you uh, have to put in a little extra time. Yep. So I think that also makes it um, a strong candidate. You know what? It, it was interesting too. I didn't think about this. So a vast majority of the prices, right, is based on like, okay, you have to guess which one of these products costs two ninety nine at the grocery store. Yep. Right. Even the final showcase is guess the final like what is the amount that it would cost to go to Brazil, water ski, and a car, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got you have to do those. So it's like experience mm-hmm. counts. Yeah. Obviously, Wheel of Fortune experience counts too, but not in the same way. Like, you could, I don't know, you could study the dictionary and start to, like, kind of understand how words are put together and blah, blah, blah. Jeopardy is very, like, you have to study things. Yeah. I think I'm going to rule out Wheel of Fortune for myself just because it kind of is just repetitive and it's... There's no variance in it. Hold it's going to be really good at, at evals, but it's not, you're not getting any other, you're not, it's not going to make an, it's not making a good rehab plan. Jeopardy's, Jeopardy's the only one that there's no assistance. Yeah. The Price is Right, Bob and Drew, they have their assistance they're i don't know what do they call them anything it used to be the barker's beauties barker's beauties now i don't know what they're called with drew carey drew's sweetie pies um and then of course pat has the greatest assistant of all time and vanna white so jeopardy you're out on your own might make a good high school athletic trainer yeah that's tough hmm well, I mean, in retrospect, it would mean the other two are used to working in a team might be better at the college setting. All right, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta come up with some answers here. Why? Um, I'm going prices right. You know, I was going into this thinking the prices right was going to be the worst of the three, and now really? I've completely changed my mind based on some of the things you said, and then just me with the distractions, the one hour, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. I'm going to go with two dollars. I mean, they're all kind of guessing games. You just don't need as much knowledge in Price is Right. No. It's just a different knowledge. It's a different, it's a different knowledge. It's And it's there's a lot of thinking on your feet and sometimes getting lucky also. You know what? You just you just sold it there because it's thinking on your feet. There you go. It's price is Right it price is. Price is Right. Boom. Bob. So we're going to put that up. We'll let you all comment. That's going to be interesting to see what you guys all say because I think that is fun way to think. I mean, we've never had, like, let's analyze shows before, so. I don't think so. Very good. There we go. What's uh, next? What's that? What's next? You you tell me. Top five. Top five. Uh, we asked the athletic training students this week. What's what do the they I- want? What's the ideal number of clinical hours per week ideal number of clinical hours per week ideal okay so there's there's a toss up here is is your ideal more is better 
is your ideal the actual ideal or is your ideal the <laughs> least amount of work possible okay yeah you um, got your work cut out for you here i do so i'm gonna go 20 hours a week then i'm gonna throw a little 25 hours in a week there then i'm gonna say 40 for all the folks that think you should have a full-time job on top of your full-time job of being a student then I'm going to say 10 for the people that are like, well, I need to be in there, but I kind of want to be a little lazy. And then I'm going to say three because those are the people that are just like, I, I just never want to do anything. Wow. I'm good, right? <clears throat> you started out so strong. Oh, I ended pretty bad. That's not good. You got three out of five. That's good. Oh, that's pretty good. So in fifth place, uh, we had seven. Athletic training students say 40 hours per week is ideal. What? You said that. That's fifth place? That's okay. fifth. Some reason I... Okay, I thought you were starting from the top for some reason. No. Nope. Good. I'm glad. Okay. Um, in fourth place, uh-huh. with 10 people saying this, 15 hours per week. Okay. I could see that. In third place, with 17 responses, mm-hmm. uh, athletic training students said 20 hours per week. Yep. Which was yep, your yep, first yep. guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the runner-up in second place, 23 people said 25 hours a week. That's a lot of people. Yep. And in first place, your top five winner this week, 24 answers, 24 people, athletic training students, said 30 hours per week is ideal. Interesting. So that, if you think about that, 30 I mean, how many it, how many days are you working as a student? As a student? Yep. How many days should you be working, do you think? I mean, depends I think... Depends on the setting? <laughs> it, it does depend on the setting. But I, I honestly think that you should be covering something in some fashion. I'm going to say five days a week. And so... Now, this is my caveat there is not you're not covering the entire thing five days a week. Like meaning you have your schooling to do too, so but you're gonna stay later and you're gonna work the three hour practice afterwards. But you're not gonna be here for the say on Mondays for the hour and a half of treatments that we're doing before practice. Now, the only thing that I would say changes it is if you're in like a special rotation. So if you're a student and you're in a special rotation at a high school, I think there should be more of the, like you're there the exact same amount of time as the high school athletic trainer for like a couple weeks, right? Hmm. I think that'd be more valuable than like, oh, I go out to this high school on like Wednesdays and Saturdays for like the semester. Like I think think it'd be just get in there. I think the ideal is to be work every day that there is something. <laughs> not yeah. the whole thing, like you said. Maybe not cover the whole thing. Uh-huh. But if if you're working at the college setting and the team is doing something six days a week, yep. you should be preparing yourself to be able to do that as your job. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not doing the whole the whole day. Maybe it's just like you said, three or four hours a day. Uh, if it's six days a week, 
that's look, that's looking at 18 to 18 to 24 hours, hours yeah. yeah so 30 might be high i mean that would be six hours a day five days a week that's a lot i think 30 or, makes sense if you're like in a if you're in a sport that's like in season you know we we've all we all as athletic training students were hey here's like an out of season sport here's an in season sport i mean if you're gonna have to cover a game on a saturday morning working college football I mean, that's a long freaking day. I guarantee that you're getting 30 hours. Yeah. Guaranteed. And I think it, you 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 enjoy it. At the same time, you have to be very honest with yourself, and you have to be very honest with your eight, your CIs and your program directors and things like that, that, you know, are you also keeping up with your schooling, right? Oh, that's it's such a hard thing because – Personally, I feel like there's so much more value in the clinical experience. Mm -hmm. And the students get lost. They can't be there because the classes are getting in the way. (laughs) Yeah. And then when they're there, they're just so wrapped up in the, hey, I have to do these practice scenarios and all this. And you're missing your opportunities to learn. Yeah. So there's got to be a different way of going about this whole thing. How many hours a week did you work when you were a student, I think? Um in the not in your regular job I I don't I couldn't even tell you I if I if I was available I was there Yeah If I wasn't working if I wasn't working at the restaurant when I was a student I was in the ATR I do know I never struggled to get my hours That's for sure Like do you remember how many hours we needed Isn't every it like 15 to 18 it was, I think you needed to average somewhere in there. Yeah. But like, I, how many hours do you need to complete in order to graduate? Or for, I forget what that was. Wasn't it like 600 some? I think so. Yeah. And I think when, I remember being like a first semester athletic training student and Becky looking at her class being like, listen, if you're into this, you're never going to have to worry about getting hours. Yeah. You're going to, there's plenty of hours. What you're going to have to figure out how to do is manage your time so that you aren't only sitting in the athletic training room and not getting studying done and right. working with, you know, but that's where the beauty of athletic training, I think as a, a major is that you're also working directly with the people that are teaching you usually, or at least have gone through it. And then you're also working directly with the people that are going through school with. So you get you can practice in downtime. You can you can take opportunities to learn from each other and study with each other in an active setting. Somebody's doing, um, you know, some sort of soft tissue technique that you just learned in class. Go over and help, like check it out, right? Sit you there would and think, learn with them. I it's the number one thing I tell students is that this is your opportunity. Uh, I do think that right now I see a lot of inefficiencies um, in the whole process. I would, I think there's a better way about going about this. Do you think that the students are being inefficient or do you think the program is being a little inefficient? I think not necessarily just our school. I think schools everywhere. I think mm-hmm. the way that it's the students are set up to fail. Gotcha. I feel like it. the whole thing needs to be revamped. Athletic training education needs to be revamped. Uh-oh. You heard it here first, folks. It's just my personal opinion. And it's I think, probably right. I think it needs to be... 
I think we got to really sit down and say, what are we trying to do here? Are we just trying to um, do the physical therapy model of education yeah. because we're so hell-bent on proving that we're as much value? Uh-huh. Well, that's not the way it works. Athletic training is different. And so we have to come up with something that makes more sense for students to learn what it's actually like to be an athletic training. Athletic trainer, sorry. I just feel like we're preparing them to be students and not preparing them to be athletic trainers. Man. So I... so be it. So the hours are, to be honest, complete BS anyways. They are. They 100% are. So like not, can... It's not the, the number of hours. It's the quali- quant- wow, quality of them. Yes. And I think there's there's something to be said about um, efficiency too, right? Yeah. You were, you were just talking about that. Like, you can be a really effective and efficient student in 15 hours. If it takes you 40 hours to do what and learn what you should in 15, like that's what you need to be examining. Is not how much time, but what am I doing with my time? And am I taking the right opportunities? Am I, am I literally just accumulating hours just to accumulate hours when I could be maybe making some sacrifices in some other areas of my world so that I can be here for treatments at, you know, the right time. And you know what? Honestly, sometimes classes are classes. You have to take that motor learning class. And it's only a lot. It's only at this time, once a once a semester, or only in the fall semester. It's not even in the spring semester. I mean, well, that's that's my biggest are, thing. Yeah, those are real things. It. My biggest gripe is it's 2020, and we have the capability of having all these courses standardized and put online, like a CEU. Right. Couldn't all these students? study at their own pace, and then when you're done taking all these courses, Uh then you start your clinical rotation because you've been through it all. Rather than, you know, having these classes set up, I don't know, it just, in my head, it's like the students should have gone through all this stuff beforehand. Then if maybe you want to have a lab assigned Uh so they get practice times for lab, but then when you're doing clinical hours, you're doing athletic training work, not... I don't know. It's just, does that make sense to you? Kind so of. rather than having the classes throughout the years in the semesters, here's your database of classes and your skills you need to learn. Do them at your own speed. Okay. And then start your clinical ro- rotations. Gotcha. When, when you've so you taken... Would, you would prefer your athletic training students to probably, at bare minimum, have the lower body eval and the upper body eval and the modalities and the soft tissue work and the and the the basics of rehab yep done as classes as prereqs basically yep. before they even step into the athletic training room yeah is that what I, you're saying ideally yeah ideally, i know that's yeah. not practical but, but in even in a more ideal world they learn at the pace that they can learn at yep so if you are somebody that you can whip through lower body eval mm-hmm. than you can. Um, interesting. It's just a thought that occurred to me. It's yeah. like we have. It's why. I mean, why I do think we have to some, set it up. I think there's some programs that are close to that. Yeah. I bet. So. 
I mean, that's not what we went through. I'm right? sure. I'm sure Katie would have a million things to say to me right now. I'm sure. And I would love to talk to them and pick their brain and let's have a conversation about what we're seeing versus what mm-hmm. you guys are trying to accomplish. I couldn't agree more. Because sometimes there's a disconnect. Really? Yeah. Between like the educators and the the minions that are working? Sometimes. Not all, not all the time. I think one of the biggest disconnects is um, I can't believe how many of my former interns or young athletic trainers that I come across now or even like other athletic trainers that they didn't have their educators also being their CIs. I think it's really interesting and no offense to anybody that's only doing the education side. I, I could not there. It was so valuable to me that the person that was teaching me how to do a knee eval was also the person I was seeing in practice later that afternoon. It hasn't been that way in a long time. Yeah. For us. Yeah. And that's, I just, I just think that's so interesting. I think you hit it very much on the head too early in that what do we want to be? What do we want to be as an education? What do, like, even this idea of money, right? And the, the idea of salary. Do we always want to be competing to be somebody else's position and their salary? Or do we just want to make our profession what it is and be as best as it is for our profession? Mm-hmm. There is zero reason that there's a hierarchy of things when it comes down to healthcare providers and how much money you can make other than, you know what, if you're, if you are a cardiac surgeon, yes, you should be paid more than a registered nurse. Like you went that much further in school and I'm sorry, you're doing stuff that's like, I'm cutting people open and I'm like affecting, I'm surgically doing things for their hearts. Mm-hmm. Does not mean that a registered nurse isn't saving people's lives. Does not mean that, you know, you're just as good at your job as somebody else's as, as their job. But we all make choices of what we want to do. And the athletic training profession right now needs to make a choice of what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. Does it want to be the constant younger brother, sister of physical therapy and physicians? Mm-hmm. Or does it want to be its own thing? And does it want to take the steps to say, no, we're not going with the physical therapy model because we're not physical therapists? I totally agree with you. Yeah. Well, what a great little top five. <laughs> I actually, I <clears throat> I wanted to do the top five because I wanted to get to the FMK. And I thought the top five was going to be like, bing, bang, boom. Here we are, bing, 40 bang, se- 47 minutes later we're, in the top we're five. We're struggling with this episode. We're oh, actually God, doing str- great. Struggle bus episode. All right, so let's do that, FMK. Do you want? Okay, let's so do it. Our friend, this is um, from Josh Dossie. Dossie. Uh, who looks like... Dawson's Creek? Uh, Hammond, Louisiana. I don't have a school. Hammond, Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. Uh, looks like, yeah, in he's old, in Louisiana. In the old bayou. Yep, bayou. <laughs> um, so he has some sort of foot fetish. Oh, hey, Josh. Josh has got a foot you got, fetish. You got, he our, you got our attention. To, he All just right. wanted us to... Uh, Don't check his search history. <laughs> FMK, 
ankle taping, small feet, medium feet, large feet. Oh, and this just in gets to the dirty part of the show. Yeah. Small so. feet, medium feet, big feet. What's your fetish? Oh, God. Uh, so what are we doing God. here? We're, we're FMKing small, medium, large feet. Yep. Just in general? Or yep. Are we, or is it to like... Ankle taping. Oh, ankle taping. Ankle okay. taping. Oh, God. I think this is easy. I think it's what's a little, this, this what's is the small What's the smallest foot you've ever taped? Okay, I'll you know I'm, I'll make it easy too. I'm gonna marry the medium. I'm gonna I'm gonna f the small and I'm gonna kill the large. What? Sure. I don't know. I'm for sure marrying the large, really? the large foot ankle. Oh really? It's so much easier to tape. I would oh. much rather tape. What's large? But see, okay, keep going then. Uh, keep going. A basketball player. All right. I would much rather. That's a ver- wide variety there. I would much rather tape a basketball player than a, a petite women's soccer player. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're kind of right, though. Because the yeah, angles are just so much easier. You, you can just... You're kind of right. You don't... You, if you screw up uh, on a small foot, your angle, it's... Yeah. You're mangled. If yeah, you're on a big you. foot, you got so much room to work with. What's the biggest foot you've taped? Uh, shoot. I don't know when I was... What do you think? Interning in the NBA. <laughs> so, do you think you ever taped somebody with like a... Like 13? 17, 18? 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not Shaq. I never taped Shaq, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, you I, know I what? Like, I bet you it was a 16. Yeah. I, I bet like, you it I was. Like um, 15, 16 is pretty. Yeah, there was a couple centers. Yeah. You find those easier? <sighs> Way easier. Yeah. I mean, I now might, I will say this. Okay, hold on, right. hold on. Um, oh, God, you're right. But like, oh, here's the problem. The I think I just lied. I'm gonna, I'm gonna f the large ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry the medium. This, the, oh, the yeah. standard. Okay. Yeah. The only reason I'm changing my mind is, on a large foot, you gotta go to a two inch tape roll. Uh huh. And that will tear up your fingers a little bit. Well, my fingers, the yeah. way I tape. Yeah. But I'd rather tape a large ankle or a large foot than a small one. I will, I'll go there. So I'm marrying the mediums. So much quicker. Like your ten and a half male, your anywhere from your eight to twelves. Sure. Eight to elevens. Sure. Anything bigger than eleven, you're going with a large two inch tape roll. I'll mm-hmm. f with that. I don't want to do it all the time. Um, and then I'm gonna kill the small little feet, a hundred percent. Size matters. Size. Interesting. Matters. I and yeah, I think you're. What do you think is the smallest foot you've ever taped? Um. Little, I mean, in women's, like a I, five I'm and sure. a half, six? Five and a half, six. In women's shoe? Yeah. I'm thinking of actually, I mean, I've taped some ankles at like some like club volleyball tournaments okay. of like some like little kids. Yeah. And it does. It's a, it, it's a bummer. Brutal. It is actually a bummer. I've, I, I remember taping somebody that was like 11 years old, 10 years old, and I, I honestly was like, man. Like I need inch tape. <laughs> like I should be using have inch ever, tape. Have you ever done that? No, I'm gonna try. Because I didn't have it. Like, I'm gonna try it tomorrow. But there was there was part of me that's like, I really I really should be taping with inch tape. Do you have inch tape? Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. Yeah. So you have you have half inch inch. One. You know what? I might just have inch and stretch tape. Yeah. That's the other thing too. I don't know if I have it. Stretch tape helps. You know what? No, I think we do have one inch white tape. I'll check tomorrow. Man, 
What about like have you ever taped like a big old like I mean six foot six, you know, offensive lineman that you know wears sixteen size sixteen shoe, but I mean we're not talking about the long skinny foot. We're talking about he's three he's three thirty on a good day and cankles. Yeah, no, those are tough ankles. Those are tough ankles. How many times have you spat in your life? Maybe maybe five times. Yeah, same definitely here. let I I can definitely count them on my hand. For sure, because I can't remember any more than a couple. So, yeah, I'm the same way. I remember learning how to spat. We did a. I think that's a great question. Yeah. Do you spat? Do you spat? Um. <laughs> you do you spit on it? Um. <laughs> FMK, dirty, dirty, dirty. Yeah, dirty, dirty, bar dirty. Um. We did a because we didn't have football at our school. Correct. So we we had to go and do a football rotation. And I did mine at the, another local college, and he showed us how to spat because he like I'd never seen it. And then I think we would mess around with it with the and, green tape. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, um, and it was interesting. I, I, I still didn't. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I've never looked into it. I've never. I don't know if it's actually helpful. Part most of me just says like I. I feel like it's just a. I don't know. I feel like it keeps your shoe on. Eye wash. Yeah. What were you? What were your answers for this question? I don't remember. Uh, Mary medium. I f the small and I killed the large. You did. Yeah. But then you changed. You, I was. You just wanted think, to change your yeah. mind. I I did. You're not gonna. Well, so I I was thinking about. I got. I was lucky enough to treat, a. Basketball center, one day. And I mean, he's seven three, seven two, seven three, um, pretty massive feet. And I just remember, like, I was doing ankle work on him, like doing some like ankle, like ankle mobs and stuff. And I was like, man, this is, I, this is big, like, <laughs> too much foot for me. This is too much foot. Like, I couldn't do I couldn't do some of the things that I like to do of like certain joint mobs because I. I, I didn't have the practice of, like, where to put my hands, you know? I yeah. didn't know what to do with my hands at this time. I knew you were going so, there. <laughs> I didn't know I was going there. How would you know I was going there? I just knew it. Oh, man. Oh, I'm getting predictable now. Oh. Well, yeah, that's okay. I don't think we made that dirty enough. For foot that, fetish? for it being about a foot fetish and small, medium, and large, I mean, no, he's Josh. It's okay. Josh has got his own things he can work through. Do you, think right. Josh, do you think Josh has a lot of incognito tabs open right now? Nope. Of small, medium, and large things? I don't pretend to know. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Uh, we have our friend or foe before we hit our Ooh, feature topic. Friend or foe. Last week we did blunt end scissors. 73% of you said... Stab, stab, stab. What? Blunted end scissors are a friend. How many? 73%. Three out of four said... A lot of landslides today. Yeah. Lots of... Yeah. They're a friend. A friend. Okay. But you know what? That means 27 pe- 27% of the people have been like, these things suck. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's enough for me to say, yeah, get that blunt end and let's do something about it. I guess, it. yeah. I agree. I don't even know what I would say. I forgot what I said. All right. This week, we're going to talk about the grinding. Oh, I'm just grinding. Grinding. So we had- How are you doing today, Chad? 
You feeling okay? I'm great. Yeah? But when an athlete comes in and says, I'm just going to give you this scenario, I'm gonna, where, where this came from. Oh, thank you for the Kit Kat. You're welcome. I will give you a Snickers. So I was in the ATR. You don't have them. Closing it down. Yep. And an athlete on a sport that I don't normally cover came in 15 minutes before we were posted closing hours. Okay. Their their practice was finished two hours prior to this. Okay. And he comes in saying, I just got done. My shoulder is bugging me. Okay. Can I get some treatment? And I go, where have you been? Your practice was over two hours ago. And this person's coming off a shoulder surgery. Okay. He said, I was grinding. I had to get some work in. Just out here grinding. Doing extra work. Extra. Extra work when you're hurt. Lots of flippies. Um, so that's okay. the gr- is that that's grinding apparently. That's grinding, grinding away. So just, this whole this whole mentality uh, of I need to do something all the time or I need to do more. Friend or foe? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Are am I friend or foeing the mentality of doing more all the time or am I friend or foeing grinding? <laughs> it's different to me. What? What? Okay, to me, so grinding, like the the word grinding. I can't. I I I have a story about grinding. That's oh yeah, not safe for work. Is that how the ten week killed kind? Guy? What's that? Is there any, is that anything to do with ten weeks ago? Well, nine <laughs> yeah. nine months and ten yeah. weeks ago. No. Uh, hey hey hey. Jazz's <sighs> wife walks into, into the room. <laughs> no, the word the word grinding. I think is used one way too often for things that you're not grinding at. Grinding is implying that like you're you're doing hard work for the benefit of that like there is no benefit. Like you're you're doing something you don't want to be doing. Whoever this athlete was was putting in extra work for the sport that they presumably like while they're at a Division One school. That maybe is even giving them a scholarship to get an education. What the hell is grinding about that? And then you have the audacity to say that you were grinding to the athletic trainer that has been here for 12 hours. You had a three-hour practice, and then you went and worked out. Maybe you did some extra work as like a, well, I'm, I'm going to make up. It's You work with baseball, and you work with cross-country and track. And you said it was another sport, so I'm going to make fun of a baseball player because you said it was another sport. Well, you, you're like in the cage, taking some more swings, just grinding away. What is grinding about swinging a baseball bat? Nothing. There's nothing grinding about it. No. That's my foe. Okay. Now, your comment of like the mentality of mentality they have of to be, like, yeah. I was, I was grinding to get better even though I'm hurt. Correct. Also, freaking foe. Like, are you effing kidding me? It's the. Um, I think we did a, a would you rather one time. Is would you rather have the athlete that yeah does too much or we does did. too little? Yeah. That whole would you, you know, the one that does too much. It's like, look, no, you should be doing rehab only. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be doing any more. You don't need to do strength conditioning two times a day. And I would. And would you rather is a little different. 
A right? little bit, yeah. Only from the standpoint of I would rather have the athlete that does too much. <laughs> do, I, do less, do be, more. <laughs> because I can't no, do anything at all. Have a conversation about why doing a little less is better. When you have an athlete that doesn't do anything or they do too little, it's a much harder conversation and a much harder mentality to give somebody or get somebody to understand that you need to do more to be better at what you're doing in life. But something that's grinding away as a, on rehab and they're doing more and more. Well, and this for this particular athlete, it was they're they're coming off a of surgery. They're not cleared for full participation. So what are you really doing? You're putting up you're you're putting up shots after or you're you know taking swings, whatever you're you know, you're not cleared for it, but you feel like you need to be doing something. You know what I, I and again, I but if that athlete even comes into you and just says, you know, Chad, I was just like I was putting a lot of work in, like I'm I'm really trying to come off my surgery well and like there's just it's part of my rehab is I'm trying to get my say shot back. And so I was shooting a lot of free throws. I was working on a lot of dribble, like dribbling drills or something. Like that's a different question or different than coming in 15 minutes before the athletic training room is closing and be like, ah, I was just grinding away. Like, no, you weren't. You were practicing. You were practicing. And like you were doing what you're supposed to be doing. Well, getting better. Well, okay. In this, this is case, a I think they person. are doing more than they were allowed to do, which to me is the whole. I was grinding. I was doing more than I'm supposed to be doing so I can get back sooner. Well, again, you, you weren't grinding. You were <laughs> being an idiot. Yeah. Like, you were doing what you weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah. You, As an athlete, you are supposed to grind. Sports are not easy. It's supposed to be hard. That's why Life not is can supposed do it. Yeah. to be hard. You don't grind. You just go through it. You do it. Stop grinding by shooting a basketball or dribbling it. It's yeah. not. If you don't like it, leave. Go. Don't do it. I'm saying from the perspective of you need to know as an athlete where your limitations are Yeah. in totally. the whole thing and yeah. convincing yourself that you are capable of doing more, whether you consider it grinding or just putting in extra work whatever you're not letting yourself heal correct there's rest and recovery that goes into the rehab process and yeah. telling me that you are going to do extra because you feel like you've decided that that's going to get you back sooner is not no so i'm saying foe big foe big Stupid foe foe freaking hate that word yeah we're, we had a whole di whole different levels there. We had several levels of photom. Absolutely. <laughs> we had from the word itself to uh -huh. what it actually means to, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and all the versions of it. Tell you what, it, at no point was it a friend, though. No. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if athletic trainers out there think that that, that athlete that's putting in extra work is a friend. Yeah. If they can appreciate, maybe maybe I'm just not appreciating this athlete. Somebody might have a different opinion than we do. 
they're wrong. They're probably wrong. But, <laughs> I mean, at the same time, if you have a different opinion, we'd love to hear it. Because yeah. maybe maybe we haven't we don't have an insight that you have, and we need we need to know that, too. Somebody needs to check our attitude every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, check it at the door, Chad. <laughs> All uh, right, let's do a feature topic. Okay. Chad. What do we have as some of the worst portrayals of injuries in the movies or TV shows? Yeah, on film, what something that looks like should be an injury and then the way that the actors are portraying it just make you cringe? Or, yeah, like you're sitting there in the movie theater as an athletic trainer, even an athletic training student and all your wise wisdom, and you're like, what the hell? I mean, that would never happen. Like, are you kidding me? What the heck? It basically makes you do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a, we had a ton of answers on our social media, which again is why we, we're going to take this to the live stream. We, so we can so do this. True. It'll be so much more fun when we do this live stream and yeah. all our, all the members are commenting as we go and we just read them and can yep. laugh about them. Now, yeah. Not only that, I mean, people are going to be able to, we'll also be able, I think we'll be able to like post up like our, feed like right like we'll be able to yeah. show our we'll, twitter feed yeah and we'll be able right? to show movie yeah. clips and oh, memes and all that it's gonna be so much better oh, you so um excited. you know what the one that stood out and all these comments here is our friend josh dossie with the foot fetish he Uh-oh, must have foot stopped fetish. Was he, it, was he it a foot actually injury? said <laughs> it was not a foot injury oh, okay he said anytime right. they do cpr on any show the, the, how bad the cpr looks on yeah tv and i could not agree more it's look, hard to watch anything CPR-related. So true. Look what he said, though. I critique each scene, and it drives my wife nuts. Yep. I'll just tickle her feet a little bit. Um, Sweep the leg. Sweep, sweep the, the leg, leg, Johnny. That's um, up there. I mean, it's totally up there, right? I mean, it's it's this idea of, like, he hurt him. Yeah. Is somebody going to be in that much? Can you injure somebody that much by sweeping their leg? And then two, the whole crane, like, move, and he kicks him in the freaking face. Yeah. Like, one, super dick move, Dan. Um, I think the one that stood out to me the most is our buddy Ed. And because I think just because, especially our backgrounds, but the baseball background is rookie of the year. First off, you you would never be casted the way he was casted, as Ed says. Um, well, I should I should say what he says, right? No way you would get your shoulder casted in ninety ninety. That would that would lead to a twelve year old to become a major league caliber pitcher overnight, because <laughs> his muscles because his muscles were so tight that all of a sudden he could throw a, a ball ninety nine miles an hour. And then he goes on to say, I wonder how many kids were told not to step on a ball in hopes to chase their major league dreams. I, I, I would guess a lot of kids. I mean, when that movie came out, which was probably like, I don't know, I was probably like 12 when that movie came out. Um, how many kids were like that had broken arms? We're coming out of having broken arms being like, oh, I'm going to throw 100 miles an hour when I get, gas. When I get this. Just gas. Meanwhile, yeah. And then, it, you know what, the other one I love is that he trips on a ball again, and he falls on his shoulder, and then it just goes away. 
all of a sudden he can't throw hard anymore. He can yeah. only throw 45 like he used to. Oh, it's so stupid. But that's why we love him, right? It's why we love movies. Yep. Um, I think John Seiko, he got it right. He said, my four-year-old who broke his leg because he didn't want to finish a walk. It's not Ooh. on TV or film. It's just it's real life. Damn, but damn my leg's We've all broke. been there. Yep. He also posted about Varsity Blues. My cat scam. My cat scam. They scam my cat. I can play. I mean, a tan, okay. a tan. Well, and first off, we've talked about this before. He he, ate, I think it was like his seventh concussion in high school or something. Right. And he was like knocked out, and he couldn't even like he couldn't stand. Like you're not playing. Um, that led me. Oh, where'd that lead me? Oh, this is mine that I I, I love. That is so interesting to me. Okay, we've all seen boxing matches or a UFC fight or an MMA fight or something where somebody gets knocked out. Like, they they go cold, right? Yeah. We've all seen football games where somebody gets hit the right way and they, they are 100% unconscious. I find it hilarious how often in TV shows and movies, how easy it is to knock somebody out. I don't know if anybody that's listening has ever punched somebody, but I bet there's a really good chance that you didn't knock them out. I bet they didn't just go cold. But then I also find it funny that you can watch, say, James Bond, right? You can watch Daniel Craig being James Bond, and, I mean, he's getting plummeted by somebody or they're like just i mean jumping off of buildings punching each other kicking each other in the head i mean taking hits like you've never seen but then somebody just punches somebody randomly and they get knocked out like it's either there's an epic super long battle scene of they can take every punch and every hit and everything ever or you just get knocked out by somebody walking up behind you. One punch man. And hitting you with a vase in the back of the head, right? I think it's hilarious. Um, oh, my God. Jeez. John Seco's all over our Twitter page. <laughs> he also had the Mighty mighty Ducks, the one the kid had the wrist injury. Yep. And he, that one he, comes up quite a he bit. He proves it by, like, pronating and supinating with the, with the hockey stick. So stupid. How about Nate Marsh? Randomly saw an episode of Home Improvement earlier this week where the oldest son, Brad, fell down the stairs. The doc took an x-ray and said it looked like he tore his meniscus. First off, the old x-ray meniscus. The old x-ray meniscus. The family reacted like it was a career-ending injury and that he would lose his scholarship. And it was his, wait, and it was his wrist, right? No. It wasn't his knee? Fell down the stairs. Yeah, I'm guessing knee. Oh. I do Megan Olsen. At It's Megan Olsen in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She, and remember the Titans, when the quarterback, Rev, he gets hurt because the one dude didn't block his guy. Correct. Right? Um, And, like, the team, you have to, he's the team doctor, team whatever, and he comes out and he says he broke a bone in his wrist. And, like, Rev is kind of opening. He's, like, opening and closing his hand, right? Mm-hmm. First off, like, no doctor is going to be like, yeah, he broke a bone in his wrist. Like, 
No, he hurt his wrist. Like, you're not going to diagnose a broken bone unless you really see it, and it's a compound fracture of the wrist. Like, a bone in his wrist, and he's not mo- if he's moving it around, now we're thinking, oh, yeah, maybe he broke his scaphoid, maybe he broke his lunate or something, which, really, not that big a deal, dude. And then, two, <laughs> he's not going to diagnose that on the on the field. No. No, no. Take him all. in the back. Like, don't, like Yeah. Oh. Uh, Emily Hus- Huston, H-Town ATC, the first Twilight movie. She gets hurt in the knee, upper leg, and then goes to a prom in a walking boot. Oh, my God. We've talked about Twilight. We've talked about Twilight. I don't, I don't know that. I, I've only seen the movies once. But at the same time, I can't stand inconsistencies like that in movies. I was actually just talking to the old fiancé about this. We were just watching a show that you love. I really like now, but, and this is not an injury, but they're, there's, they're in this car chase scene and they're driving away in a Cadillac Escalade and they show it and I'm a nerd about cars. And so I know things like, oh, that's like probably like a 2013. All of a sudden it was like a 2006 Escalade. And then all of a sudden it was a 2013 Escalade. And all of a sudden it was like a 2006. Like, like they filmed it twice? Like, well, they said we need two of them because we're going to do different, you know, angles. And then maybe one of them broke or whatever. And then they're like, oh, it's just, it's a black Escalade. Like, nobody will notice that they're two different, like, years. Right. Dramatically different. Oh, I hate that kind. So, thanks. Because I do hate that. Oh, they hurt their knee or their thigh, but you put them in a boot just because it's more visible. Stupid. <laughs> Although Sean Sullivan, he wins my GIF award. What does he got? Well, he's got just a flesh wound. It's but a scratch of the old Monty Python group. Ah, It's just such a great scene. Such a great scene. Is that a better GIF than James Muncy's? What did James Muncy have? Talladega Nights. Stabs himself. I didn't get that far down. The psychosomatic. All right, Sean, you win. But I'm going to give James Muncy honorable mention because that's one of my favorite scenes of all time. Both of those scenes are great. But I got got two knives in my leg. Oh, my God. So great. That Don't home. you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you do it. Oh, we're going for the hard truth. No. Okay, okay. Tough love it is. Tough love it is. I love that scene. I probably peed my pants the first time I saw <laughs> that scene. I guarantee it. Oh. What else you got? Yeah, I got none others. You got I mean, no there, others? there are a few others, but... You got any any pet peeves no, of movie injuries? No, I think to me it's the whole. Clearly, you hurt a different body part, or like it's your right leg, and then all of a sudden you're limping on your left leg, and it's like, all right, yeah. you couldn't even. It's just so dramatic. Yeah. Like other than that, I mean. I mean, there's. Con- I understand that it's, it's tough to really make an act. An accurate portrayal sometimes. Oh well, yeah, totally. But. At least totally. get the right extremity. Yeah, that that one drives me crazy. It's supposed to be a For right sure. and it's a left. Sure, absolutely. I can't think of a specific example, but that's that's probably the one. Because there's probably too many out there. Yeah, there's too many. 
What about you? You got any others? No, mine mine's the just honestly how easy it is for somebody to sneak up behind somebody and hit him in the back of the head with whatever. It doesn't matter. Or like the other one, like you clearly they got hit in the back of like their shoulder and it like knocks them out. Like they're unconscious for the rest of the movie. Like, don't worry about that person. They're done. Like, they also could wake up in the next two seconds. Yeah. You don't know that. It's amazing how filmmaking in the, in the last Kill 10 years has gotten substantially better at it, though. Sure. Yeah. That's because there's so many people on Reddit yeah. overanalyzing it. Yeah. And talking about it on stupid podcasts like Candid Athletic Training. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Close All right. Yeah. Let's, let's do the closing remarks. All right, um, a pretty good show. Yeah, no, it's pretty fun. I'm just thinking they need to hire athletic trainers as like yeah. um, TV and movie uh, consultants. Yeah, well, yeah. If exactly. this is if this is if you want to portray an injury, this is how it should look. Absolutely, assistant producer Lynchad Henneberry. Did all the in- injury stuff for the, all the lympathetic folks. I um, think that'd be a nice job for us. It would be a really good job for us. We'd be really good at it. Um, where can they find us? CandidAthleticTraining.com. It's going to be super important coming up here. Very, very important. Everything's going to be running through the website pretty soon here, folks. So yep. um, get used to it. CandidAthleticTraining.com. Get used to some tabs. Get used to... Uh, where we have our information, what our faces look like, because you're going to be seeing them more often. Yeah, um, the live streams are coming. Do yourself a favor. It's getting chilly outside. Get right up on that shop and get yourself a sweatshirt. Oh. Get yourself a three-quarter length T-shirt. You know. And I'll... then if you're living in a warm state, get yourself a T-shirt. Yeah, I, I looked oh, at hats our too. Um, hats, 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 hats. At our, uh, what would you call them? Our provider. Our, yeah, our sure. manufacturer. Yep. They said if you want to get this by Christmas, yeah. you should order clothing by December 10th. Yeah, and I, you know what? Pretend he didn't say December 10th, and pretend, pretend he said he said December 5th. Just to guarantee yeah. yourself that Christmas present for yourself or someone you love. It looks like right now, and this is this is the other thing I would encourage about getting on there earlier than later. Right now. When we get orders, obviously we get a notification. They get shipped out pretty quick now. I mean, two to three days. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, three months ago it was horrible. It was, I mean, things were taking over a month, but that was just you know, COVID was slowing everything down. Right now they're in a sweet spot. They get stuff out really fast, but there's no guarantee, obviously, with holidays and how how many people are honestly going to be shopping online this year, even mm-hmm. more than ever. Um, I think get your orders in quick and get them get them in soon because you want i know you want to give your mom a candid athletic training hoodie so she's warm by the fire on christmas day they're so soft they're so soft um so candidathletictraining.com you can reach us at candid underscore atc on all social media platforms um also candid athletic training at gmail if you want to reach out and just have a little, I don't know, email chat like the old days. Other than that, what up? do we have anything? Nope, just make sure you keep following us on social yeah. media and we will update you on the progress of the membership platforms 
so that you are eligible to be part of the live stream of this show. You are going to co-host it with us. Don't be nervous. You'll be fine. We'll see everybody next week. Bye.